Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever the time of day, wherever you are in the world, listening or watching, welcome to the Finsbury Associate Podcast. My name is Greg Stockton. I'm the Group Commercial Director for Blue Sky Thinking Group, and I'm joined today by two amazing guests. We've got Rachel Howarth, first time on the show from our exclusive currency partners, GC Partners. Welcome. Oh, hello. Hi. <laughs> and we have Gary Jones, one of our senior associates, also from Finsbury. Welcome, Gary. Hi. Um, Today we're going to be discussing everything currency. We're going to be looking at uh, certain trends. We're going to be looking at some stats and we're going to be looking at some experiences. Before we get into that though, Rachel, I just want to give you the floor for a second just so you can introduce yourself and also GC Partners. Okay, um, so yeah, so I'm Rachel. So um, I work for GC Partners. Um, we've been in the region here um, nearly about 14 years now. Uh, so we're a UK-based company um, and yeah, um, I'm one of the senior traders there, so um, I'll be the one that you're speaking to to book any of your currency. Um, and yeah, we'll get you much better rates of exchange than using your bank. That's what we do on a day-to-day -day basis. Okay, fantastic. Straight in there with the plug, Rachel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to cover a few topics, first of all. Um, I want to talk about flows. Okay, so flows in the UAE, flows out of the UAE. Rachel, what are you seeing at the moment as, as sort of some of the most common trends? Um, well, at the moment, I'd say the most common flows are people transferring money out of the UAE. So there are a lot of currencies at the moment that are very weak. Um, first and foremost is probably the pound, um, the euro. Uh, we're seeing a weak Australian dollar at the moment. And uh, people are always going to be transferring US dollars as well. So um, wherever there's going to be any movement, to be honest, we're, we're always going to be busy. And people are always going to be moving money to the UAE as well. Um, but yeah, I'd say the most common trends at the moment are out of the UAE, people are taking advantage of the rain. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'd say the most popular currency at the moment is the pound. We're at a 34-year low at the moment. Okay, so let's stay focused on the pound in the UK for a second. Gary, um, I think well, about 65% of our client bank are Brits. Sure, yeah. W what are you noticing conversation-wise, action-wise between your own clients? Yeah, I mean, that's a, it's, it's a really important statistic, 65% of, of being Brit. So there is some requirement to be sending uh, money back to the UK, whether it's for the property, mortgages, investment plans, savings, gifts, whatever. So uh, when we're seeing the exchange rate now, I'd say a 34-year low, yeah. and it's like four and a half, four point five 4.5 dirhams to a pound. And in 2014, it was 6.2 dirhams to a pound. I mean, that's a 28% uplift you're getting there. So, you know, it's very advantageous to clients. Yeah, especially that portion of our base, 65% to be sending money back to England. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when I got here, I think it was 7.2 to the pound. Yeah, if you can believe that. The good yeah. days. The good days. Um, you make an interesting point about paying off mortgages there. Sure. So I think from an advice perspective, typically in the past, we've said, look, you know, your mortgage rates are fairly low. Yeah. There's probably better things you can invest into. Is, yeah. is that mindset shifted a little bit recently just with regards to the, the, the drop in the it's, it's a great point. I mean, at the moment, one of the, if you think of a, the classic conversation would be, you know, what is your mortgage rate? And if you have a very low mortgage rate of 1% or whatever, then the argument would be, maybe we don't have to clear that rate because you'll mm. be earning a lot more through, through various investments. However, with the exchange rate as it is, the opportunity to send money back to the UK as it is, you know, that we're kind of graying the area. It's a very, it's, it's a line. And yeah. in which case, then you'd have to ask other questions as to, reasons for sending money back not necessarily just for clearing off the mortgage yeah purely because of the exchange purely because of the of the interest rate mm, okay and rachel what do you find is the most common reason people are transferring money back at the moment um well there's all sorts of reasons really um you know we have our regular clients who send regular payments back to the uk so 
first and foremost, probably savings. So they want to send any tax-free earnings that they've earned here back to the UK. Um, mortgages, um, the family support, people have got families back in the UK. Um, also school fees, another big one. Um, and then we have our clients send in larger one-off payments. So um, you'll have a client who's saved up a lot of money here and are looking to buy a property back in the UK. So um, yeah, more properties, investment schemes they've entered into, or even um, if they're leaving the country altogether and they're sending back some end of service gratuity. So there's all kinds of reasons people are sending money back constantly, really. Okay, and, and are people still using banks to transfer money? I mean, are people still actually doing that? Yeah, yeah, we do find, People don't really know about other brokers and, and you know other ways to send money back. And um, out of ease, people just tend to use the banks because they trust that they're getting the best exchange rate, where that isn't always the case. So um, it's always worth you know finding a company, especially if they're FCA regulated like ourselves, um, and then doing a like for like comparison and just seeing you know what the saving is, you know your money is better in your pocket than in the banks. Mm. So it's always worth just doing a, a check and a comparison. So let's, without completely slating the banks for a second. Of course, never, no. I, I, I mean, <laughs> for somebody transferring money back today, so let's use 200,000 dirham, for example. Okay, if you're sending 200,000 dirham via a bank or via a currency house, what, what sort, of, sort of typical savings a client should expect? Normally, we aim to save our clients anything between 1% and 3% on the exchange rate. Um, it, it all depends on what account the client holds as well. You know, you might have a client who has just a regular account with the bank, um, like myself, or there'll be um, clients earning, you know, higher income. So they might have a premier account or a gold account with the bank, and therefore the rates will be reduced so they will be getting better rates. So it's hard to give an exact figure on how much they're saving without the client doing a comparison at the time. But, um, you know, I've got a rate here literally this morning just on 50,000 dirhams because that tends to be quite a popular sum clients send back. Um, at the bank's rate this morning when I checked um, my bank, um, the rate was coming out at 469.68. Um, 50,000 dirhams was buying them 10,645 pounds and 54 pence. Um, a rate with ourselves this morning, obviously it would have changed now, but um, it was at 458.73. So that's buying 10,899 pounds and 65 pence. So the cost saving there in itself is 254 pounds. So that is quite a drastic cost yep. saving. And then also even with transfer fees as well, you don't really realize how much transfer fees are. That tends to be around the figure of 150 dirhams and we cover those transfer fees for you. So again, that money, you know, even a cost saving on a smaller amount, is still better in your pocket than in the bank's pocket. What's the typical time frame it takes for a client to literally just check with a, someone like yourself versus the bank? I mean, do yeah. people not do it because they think it's gonna take them a lot more time? Do they think it's yeah. a complicated process? What's the reason people are still using banks? So I think it's just, it, it's madness. Probably, and it's probably a trust issue. You trust that your bank's gonna be, you know, saving you the most money and you, you trust that they're gonna get it from, you know, one account to the other safely, yep. which, is true, but obviously there's other services out there that can get your money just as safe and just as quick. So um, that's why it's just you've, you've just got to do your homework really, and you know look into companies and um, you know look at reviews online and just you know do your like I say do your homework and just 
look yourself and it's surprising how much money you can save for even smaller volumes of currency you know as little as 250 pounds you know with the transfer fees alone still saving you about 30 pounds mm. well i'm assuming i mean gary just flip over to you for a second there's got to be a level where you kind of go oh, i've only got a small amount to transfer sure. it's, it's only a small amount it's not really worth sure. doing any what, what are the, the sort of levels you kind of go right i'm going to do my research i'm going to look for a, a currency yeah I mean, a good point i mean i think also people use banks for familiarity yeah of course it's what they're used to so they keep doing it but a little bit of effort and a bit of work they'll save some money but sure, um, you know, if you're sending 20, 30, 40 pounds back to the UK, it's kind of pointless. There's going to be some fees that will eat into that. If that's going to be five pounds to send 20 pounds back, then, you know, you don't have to be smart to work out that's not in your favor. Yeah. However, you know, taking advantage of the exchange rate and, uh, and sending back a larger amount. So if you know you're going to be sending back, you know, for a few hundred pounds over the space of the year in small portions, well, don't do it in small portions, do it in one portion. They maybe send five hundred pound in one go rather than ten lots of say fifty pound. Mm. So, so the actual fees that you have to uh, that are eaten up by sending the money across, yeah. um, you know, doesn't work against you. Okay. So, w what are the common mistakes we notice across the UAE market when it comes to currency? Um, well, I would say, yeah, again, going back to that point, um, trusting your bank and it's just out of ease. You know, you just log on to your online banking and you're just going to initiate a transfer from your UAE account back to your UK account or wherever that is in the world because it's easy and, you know, you trust your bank and they're going to send it as quickly as possible for you. Um, but, yeah, like I say, it's just as easy, you know, you know, booking a rate with ourselves and logging onto your online banking as you were going to do anyway and transferring the money to our account and then we'll make a bank transfer to your account in pretty much the same time frame you know when we can get money to clients normally it can be same day sometimes or the next working day so let's say about one to two working days maximum but um yeah it's purely out of ease normally and, and trust mm. that we find Gary, same. Yeah, I mean exactly on that point if um in clients of Finsbury as as, uh, as we all know are sending quite large amounts of money back and forth um you know and w it's kind of automatic sometimes that you'll say okay don't forget now you know you're being cleared go ahead the investment's set up send the money and previously that used to be a case of you know they'll go to their bank and send the money but now we always maintain that in-house as well and you take advantage of the services here of gsen of gc partners um, and get that money sent across to the investment plan they have back in the UK using the favourable rate. So whatever we can do to, to keep more money in the client's pocket is, is a good thing. Okay, and then and the reverse flow then, people bringing money into the UAE? I mean, wh where are you seeing the biggest flows coming from at the moment? I'd say um, from it's more people sending money back. You know, people are always going to need money here. You know, some people get their salaries paid in different currencies, so they're always going to have to transfer the money across. Um, unfortunately, you know, um, but it's just the way the market's run. You know, we have no control over that. Um, but yeah, it's more so the flows are going out of the UAE. People are taking advantage of the rates whilst they're at this level. Because mm. you never know when they're going to recover, and it always will end up recovering. Um, so yeah, I would say it's more people are sending money back to the UK at the moment. Okay. And, I and if you are looking at the moment to, to transfer, obviously, a sizable amount of money, and just going through the figures you've just gone through, like, I guess one day to the next can make a massive difference between yeah, the saving. Course. Do you think banks typically do a good enough job of keeping their clients up to date with the currency rates? When's a good time to transfer? Is that something that you guys would do as well? 
would you be able to sort of, if I had some money to transfer back and I wanted a, a specific level to get to, would you be able to monitor that for me and then hit a button? Like, how involved are yeah, you in that process? Yeah, of course, yeah. Well, we do have um, a rate watch list. So any clients that say, you know, can you keep it the the, um, an eye on the rate for me? And then when it hits this certain level, um, then please contact me. So that is um, a common thing that we do do. Um, but yeah, we do have something called a limit order. So um basically if a client wants a certain rate and the rate hits that level then the currency is automatically purchased so there are a couple of options but that's mainly for like higher volumes of currency anything yeah. over fifty thousand pounds okay. but in general we just have rate watch lists and um you know we keep an eye on the rate for our clients who specifically want a certain rate okay amazing I'm not going to put you on the spot, but I'm going to put Gary on the spot <laughs> for a second. Um, obviously, I guess the big question at the moment is where are the currency markets going? Now, I don't want to turn this into a specific advice piece, sure. but sort of from an opinion or from a, a gathered client's opinion, where, where, sure. where do we think we're going? So um, where are we? We have uh, Brexit on the horizon, six weeks away. So if we're talking specifically between uh, sterling and, uh, and dirhams here or dollar, um, Last week or two weeks ago, the rate was 4.25, 4.3 dirhams to a pound. It's currently sitting at 4.5 dirhams to a pound. And there's a lot of negative news. Currently, that's brought that exchange rate down from what it used to be you know, not too long ago. Uh, some people are thinking it will continue, so maybe you'll get four dirhams to a pound in the not too distant future. That may well happen, but I think either way, we have so an opinion is that we have reached the lower end of the market so if you try to time it and that's when people can make mistakes and try to time getting the perfect moment and the perfect exchange rate then i think you might regret not making that decision and send money back now when we're at the 4.3 to 4.6 rate mm. so um if you had a lot of money to send back you know maybe if you do truly believe that you think the rate will go further in your in your favor Okay, well, maybe hold some of it back if you so wish to, but certainly send a portion of it now. Um, I think uh, there's not much more negative news that can affect the exchange rate, even with a hard Brexit. Okay, fantastic. Okay, so I guess the message for, for people listening from a currency perspective would be do your homework. Yeah. Um, find a company that you can trust. Definitely. Don't just trust your bank and don't look anywhere else. Don't try and time the market, anything else? Um, yeah, ju just in general, just yeah, find a good service that you're happy with, who knows, you, you, you trust and are giving you the best rates you possibly can, you know, getting you more for your money and then uh, you're more likely to continue to use them moving forward. Um, but yeah, definitely, um, like I say, especially with the pound at the moment, it's definitely worth taking advantage of the rate, you know, even when Brexit hit initially, it, we've seen it drop to even lower that than that initial Brexit rate. Um, you know, two three years ago now, it, it's um, it's crazy like to the level it actually has dropped to. But um, yeah, no, definitely, um, I'd say all those points really. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, look, Rachel, Gary, thanks for joining us on the show today. Um, if you are watching this post-Brexit, then it'd be interesting to see if Gary's prediction did come <laughs> true. Um, if you have found today's podcast informative or you would like to receive more information, feel free to reach out on info at finsbury-associates.com. My name is Greg Stockton. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>